Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have Chad and Jonathan with Victory Junction. Hey guys. Hey. Hey. Brooke, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming Thank on today. Good to be here. So I want to just dive right in, and for people who may have been living under a rock, I want <laughs> I want you to tell them what is Victory Junction. Well, Victory Junction is a, uh, a medical camp that serves kids with serious medical conditions. We do that year-round. We do it through three programs. We we uh, have summer camp, which most folks know that uh, Victory Junction is a summer camp. We also do family weekends in the spring and fall. And then we actually have an outreach program in, uh, mm-hmm. in the pediatric hospitals in North Carolina and South Carolina, and now Virginia, um, where we take camp activities to bedsides and playrooms um, of those hospitals. Oh, is that is that newer? Actually, we've been doing that for a little over ten years now. Oh wow! Um, and we we are we're right here at uh, Brenner Children's as well every every week. So I did not realize yeah. that. Yep. So tell us a little bit about the history of Victory Junction. It has a very cool history. Yeah, Victory Junction was founded um, by the Petty family of NASCAR. So again, if you, have, if you haven't been living under a rock, <laughs> um, you've heard of Richard Petty and Kyle Petty um, and the family. Um, and Adam Petty, which um, was Kyle's son, um, uh, had a dream to build a camp and unfortunately passed away at an early age, uh, I think 19, um, due to a racing accident. Um, so um, the family rallied around that loss and um, built Victory Junction in his honor. Um, opened in 2004. Um, that was the first summer, and we've been going strong ever since, getting ready to, you know, next year it'll be our 20th anniversary. So, oh, a big yeah. milestone. Yeah, it is a big milestone. Any exciting plans for the 20th anniversary? Uh, those are coming together. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to get through You're 2023. Like, That's not our job. We're yeah. not talking about that. <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. I mean, we're, yeah. we're obviously already thinking about what we're going to be doing for the 20th anniversary. It's going to be a big year. Yeah. Um, actually, just talked to Kyle Petty this morning about that. Very and, cool. Uh, so we're just trying to kind of get our plans in order and how, how we want to celebrate. We certainly want to celebrate, you know, the 115,000 camp experiences that we've provided over those wow. 20 years. And, That's amazing. And, uh, and celebrate those kids, those families. And because and, the, the cool thing is, uh, you know, there's some great stories about some kids who've come to camp, learned resiliency, and, and gone on and done great things in their Absolutely. lives. And uh, 115,000. Yes, ma'am. That's mm-hmm. an impressive number. Yeah. That's worth celebrating for sure. Absolutely. So... Chad, how long have you been with Victory Junction? So I've been with Victory Junction eight years now. Wow, okay. Yes, Since 2015. And Jonathan, what about you? A little longer. Um, I actually started at Victory Junction right out of undergrad. I was 22 years old. Wow. I was 23. So I've been there since 2009 to answer your question. Okay. Um, and so we're 14 years-ish and uh, been in the, the role that I'm in now for uh, about three years. So. so what is your current role? Yeah, I'm the chief operating officer and, and Chad here is our chief executive officer. All right. The big name, the CEO and COO. (laughs) That's why I said you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to tell you all a quick story. I uh, went to school at High Point University, and I I was in education. That was my my path that I clearly didn't take, but uh, did education. (laughs) And one of our classes, I wish I could remember which class, but we could choose between all these things. And one of the options was volunteering for a family weekend at Victory Junction. Uh And it was, at the time very much out of my comfort zone, but I was so excited to do it. And it was just 
one of the most memorable weekends. Like I will never forget that oh, weekend. Man, you're it part was, of the family. It I was, didn't so, know that. It was like, so yeah. special. Yeah, that's great. That's also ran cool. a half marathon there once back when y'all were doing oh, that. Oh, bless you. Yeah, yeah. Great. I don't run anymore. <laughs> no, thanks. One and done. <laughs> way, way too hilly out there in your kids. Yes. Yeah. Half marathon would be tough. I remember it was pouring down rain, which oh. made it extra fun. Yeah. But yeah, lots of hills. I will yeah. not forget that for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for for giving your time and. Um, we just actually had a really cool weekend program this past weekend. Um, it was all new families to Victory Junction. We called it Golden Ticket Weekend because we do that at camp. Any th- anybody who experiences something new for the first time, they fill out a little golden ticket. Uh. Um, so everybody was new. So everything that was happening was golden ticket worthy. Um, so we had 32 families there, like 117 people. Um, it was our biggest program that we've had in terms of numbers and just volunteers and everything since the pandemic. Um, yeah. So we're we're also kind of coming back from that. So Yeah, which is exciting yeah. to get back in the swing of like yeah. regular camps again. Absolutely. Um, so if you are interested in potentially volunteering, mm-hmm. how would you go about that? Our website's the best place to go. Um, okay. VictoryJunction.org. Um, VictoryJunction.org. So you can go to that website, join the team um, link, and it'll take you to a couple of options. We have summer staff paid positions. That, that's where someone can apply to work with us the entire summer and be a counselor with us. Um, and then there's volunteer opportunities. And so Chad mentioned earlier, we do the family weekend programs. And you were part of that. Yeah. So volunteer, um, click to volunteer for that, um, or a, a week or two in the summer. So we have, um, in any given week of camp in the summer, we have um, 40-ish volunteers on site. And weekends, we depend on volunteers. It completely staffs the program. So there's, um, you know, 40 to 60 volunteers on weekends as well. Wow. Yeah. So we and need I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you guys have some volunteers who have been there for years and years and years. Absolutely. I mean, we and we can't do what we do without without those volunteers. A typical summer camp week, we're probably bringing in forty to sixty volunteers, mm-hmm. and, and 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 really for our family weekends, ninety percent of our workforce are volunteers mm-hmm. during those weekends. Wow! So we heavily rely on volunteers to do what we do to serve the kids that we do. Yeah, and we serve them free free of charge. I mean, that's that's a big part of of how we. Uh, provide these experiences to kids and their families free of charge. Yeah, I want to talk about that for a minute because yeah. I'm sure that's a misconception that you guys deal with a lot. Um, so it is free of charge to attend these camps. How mm-hmm. would you go about applying to attend a camp? Yeah, same 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 scenario. Best best thing to do is to to go through the website and uh, and you can apply through the website. Um, certainly, you can call our office with any any volunteer opportunities yeah. or camping opportunities. If you have a camper, um, you know, you can call the office as well. And we would certainly, um, certainly be glad to put you in contact with the staff members responsible for getting, getting folks to camp. But yeah, anybody can apply to camp and we try not to let any, any type of, of barrier be in the way in terms of keeping kids from camp. So if it's transportation, if it's, you know, dietary, medical condition, what have you, um, we, we, our goal is to get you to camp and to get you to experience everything that is at camp. Yeah. So what is a family weekend in without taking too long? Because I know we only have a few, like 30 sure. minutes. But what does the family weekend look like at Victory Junction? It's a lot of fun, first yeah. of all. That's the whole goal, right? Um, but families come in. Um, they, they arrive on a Friday night. We have a wonderful dinner plan for them. They hang out. We have a camp opening. There's some skits and different things that we do. Then the whole next day they wake up. Um, and there's just a lot of activities to, to, to get to partake in as a family. Um, you know, there, we have a bowling alley at camp. We have archery, an indoor archery range. We have our Superdome, which is basically our indoor um, baseball field. And we've got a really cool program right now with Strider Bikes where kids can come out and learn their first 
experience even um, riding a bicycle. So um, lots of very cool, fun activities, but also they, they have intentionality around them in terms of goals and outcomes and just building that resilience um, that Chad mentioned earlier. Um, and then they um, experience a stage day. Um, we call it stage night, actually. It's a big talent show. They get to, oh, we yeah. got costumes. They get to get all dressed up and, you know, be on a stage maybe for the first time in their life um, and, and hang out like that as a family. And then um, usually I always say, we know it's been a successful weekend because people people leave and they're in tears. And then that sounds kind of twisted, but we know that's because they love the experience so much. In fact, I got an email this morning um, from a family that had just come this past weekend just saying that, hey, when her and her husband drove off a of camp, they were both in tears. They'd never experienced anything like that. And to have somebody, you know, they're a volunteer. Her name's Jen. Um, to have her there and just giving her time and heart um, and focus to their kid, um, it just meant the world to them. And that's exactly what you can expect. Um, and we're just thankful that that's, that's what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think if I could just add something, I think the, you know, Jonathan touched on all the specifics of the weekend, but really the family comes to camp and, and they're so used to, to the, all the, I mentioned barriers earlier, but they're mm-hmm. used to all the barriers and the logistics that that medical condition, uh, and what role that medical condition plays into that family. Right. And so, we, we take all that out. We take all that into consideration. So yeah. if you're a chair user, you don't have to worry about if camp's accessible or not. And can you go to that building or this building or whatever? Um, so we remove all those barriers and the family can just really, really reconnect and spend time connecting and, and, and you know, working on those relationships yeah. within the family unit. Yeah. yeah, which is probably something they are not always able to do, no. unfortunately. No. Unfortunately, never. You yeah. Know, in many cases. Yeah. 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 It's the yeah. only place they can do that. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. That's mm-hmm. a, a gift for sure. Absolutely. And I'm sure a lot of these family weekends, it turns into the kids wanting to come back for a week at camp. Bingo. That's yeah. the goal. exactly right. <laughs> because it's probably intimidating the thought of going off to a camp for yeah. a week. But if you have that kind of buffer where your yeah, family comes get, with you for a weekend. Yeah. Guess what? It's not uh, it's not as much the kids that, the that need that, that family weekend experience as, as the parents. Ah. The parents very much are test driving us as a staff and as an organization. Rightfully to see so. If, yeah. See if we can, if they, if they can trust us to take care of their child independently for a week. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good point. I never, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I'm sure even more so for the parents. Yeah, yeah. You know, we Chad touched on it as well, but you know, we've got a medical team that that that's 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 all they do. That's that's their focus to make sure the medical needs are met, um, and those barriers are removed. And you know, our medical team's reviewing applications right now for summer and working with campers who need extra support and making sure that we can take care of those things. So again, meeting meeting the needs of the parent to to for them to feel comfortable sending their kid to camp is is such an important part of the process. Yeah. So I want to hear from each of you, what kind of initially drew you to Victory Junction? Oh, wow. <laughs> How much time do we have? Yeah. No, um, I'll go first, go and, and you can take some time to process. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gave me a deer in the headlights look like it's too much to think about right now. Yeah, you know, for, for me, again, I started there very young, um, and I had been working at camps through um, my college time. Uh, and, uh, I was like, Hey, you know, my, my professor pulled me in, I was planning to go on to business school and, you know, she's like, Hey, I know that, you know, you're thinking of taking a couple of years working at camps. This is a great organization. So I applied for it. And I had I always wanted to work with kids who just needed a little extra support and, um, in, in, a, in a team that, that could do that well in Victory Junction. Um, I was thankful enough to get to come here and be a part of it. And so, um, and over the years, to answer your question more specifically, that, that draw and that attack, that attachments changed, 
Um, you know, as I grew in my own self, my own career and become a father myself, it's like, you know, your, your passion for why you're there kind of evolves. Mm -hmm. Um, and so now it's, I love to just see these, my team successful with getting these kids to camp and supporting the families and doing all that. So it's really great. I always say Victory Junction is kind of like five companies in one. We've got this massive facility, all these wonderful buildings. We've, we recruit, we have medical. I mean, there's no days ever the same. I, some days yeah. I'm hanging out in the horse barn with the team there, and it's like, you know, we're we're talking about what horse we're going to bring into the program. So never thought I'd get to do that. So I think that's attracted me. And then um, just the families, I mean, ultimately hearing about their, their success and connection that they get to make there and the kids. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't even know where to start and how to even begin to answer that question. But my background's worked for nonprofits, developmental disability. To me, Victory Junction was a, a great way to extend that. I'd, I'd heard of Victory Junction. I, at the time, was living in Charlotte. This was a chance to come back home. I grew up in the Colfax area, the, you know, so I live in High Point now, um, work in Randleman, which is all close by, right? But, uh, you know, for me, it was an extension of that work with developmental disability and, and serving kids with serious medical conditions. But I mean, who in the world doesn't want to work at a camp? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's I a mean, dream job. You can make I, a career out of it. Hello. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I tell, I tell college kids all the time, you know, if you if you love what you do, you won't work a day in your life. And for me, I, I ride a bicycle around camp, and it's a beautiful day like today. And, you know, and I'm asking myself, I'm getting I'm getting paid for this. This is, yeah. this is my job. And then as Jonathan mentioned, you know, for the families, I mean, when you're working for a mission-based or, organization, I just think – you just your job just takes on a whole nother level of meaning, mm -hmm. and and for me, you know those sad days when the kids um, are crying. You know, you you saw them actually back up. You saw them when they were dropped off and they didn't want to get dropped off. They didn't want mom and dad to leave. But at the end of the week, they don't want mom and dad to pick them up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and they're crying. And you know, I'm an emotional guy. Anybody who knows me would know that. And and uh, I really thought that on, on those on those days when camp ended, that I would be an emotional mess. And, and I, I, with great pride, stand down there and, and watch with a smile on my face because, as Jonathan said, I know that we did a great job when I see those kids crying. Yeah. You we know? don't love to see kids crying. <laughs> just, that's not what yeah, I'm saying. Let's not take that yeah. out of context. That's right. That's right. right, right. <laughs> don't just use that little bit. But, that, but that's it. We know we've done our job. You know, yeah. we, we know we've connected with yeah. those kids. And, and it's not just about having fun. As, as Jonathan mentioned before, it's... There, there's a whole intentionality about what mm -hmm. we're trying to do. And that's do. where, you know, we want kids to advance in their self-care, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's a whole list of things that we're trying to accomplish. Um, and, and you know that you've done that when you when you see those interactions mm -hmm. going on on that last day of camp. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can imagine. I can't imagine, but I, I would imagine that y'all's job is just a different level of rewarding mm -hmm. than a lot of people have are able to experience. Mm -hmm. So that's, you guys are, are blessed in that. Yeah, absolutely yeah, blessed. Definitely. Absolutely blessed. Absolutely. You know, we get at, I get asked a lot if, boy, it must be sad to work there, Never. you know, because you're working at whatever people feel mm -hmm. or think yeah. they're, that we're dealing with. But that's actually the very opposite. It's the happiest place on earth. Yeah. You know, some of these kids are, are today, you know, um, you know, in March, they're, they're looking forward to June and July um, just like they would, for, for Christmas, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. it's their Christmas and they're looking forward and counting down the days that they can come to camp. And it's a, it's a happy place. I it's love a great that. place to be. Yeah. I love that. So what are some of the camp activities that campers can expect? Yeah. Um, mentioned a couple a of them. There's a lot. Um, but I'll talk about a, a few, uh, 
there's the fun things like the bowling alley and, and the water park. We have this wonderful water park. Um, you know, kids get to come in and, and you know, get in the water and, and all the things. Um, we have a tower, um, a climbing tower, high ropes program. That's really powerful. Um, a lot of these kids who are, you know, maybe have physical mobility challenges um, and things like that. Again, we try to make everything accessible. So um, just seeing campers who have never walked end up climbing, you know, 50 feet high in the air wow. in the tower is really powerful. Also, our horseback program, we got an amazing team there. Um, they um, therapeutic riding program and seeing, you know, this past weekend, again, I was there at the stable and um, or the arena and uh, this this kid got on a horse for the first time and just the freedom that I could see in his face because, hey, this is the first time I'm ever moving with another living being and yeah. it's my choice and it's not a chair it's it's amazingly powerful. Yeah. Um, so things like that. That's 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 what you can expect at camp. Um, but I would say this: uh, activities are awesome. They're amazing. Um, we're so blessed with the facilities. But what's the most powerful thing that comes from all of that are the connections that the kids make with each other mm. and their counselors, but especially with each other. They just, I mean, think about feeling hey, I've never met somebody else that has to take this medicine or go to this dialysis treatment like me or um, this chemo treatment or who is in a chair, whatever. Put it put it on the list. They go to camp and they're like, hey, Chad, you got, hey, I do that. I have to do that. You know, and like, yeah. so all those activities are What a awesome. bonding experience. It's amazing. Yeah. That's that's really my favorite thing that happens. They get I, they make friends. That's, that's what I was going to say is, and Jonathan, Jonathan said it, is, is that connectivity that happens in the cabin. So we like... Uh, uh, kids with similar illnesses mm -hmm. in the cabin and the learning that takes place and the connectedness that takes mm -hmm. place between those kids mm. is life changing. And that's really where, you know, we call it the magic of camp, but you get down to it. It's that life changing experience. It's in our mission that we're trying to, mm -hmm. we're trying to accomplish. And that really happens with these kids um, mm -hmm. making friends with one another with a similar illness because they, they may think that, you know, I'm the only kid in the world that has this diagnosis yeah. When they come to camp, they may meet seven other wow. kids that are the same age that, that are in the, That's you know, awesome. that have that same diagnosis. Yeah. And yeah. so there's a lot of great learning that goes on, yeah. uh, goes on there. I, I always tell a story about a kid with diabetes who came to camp and his mom picked him up and she said, how was the camp? And he said, well, you know, mom, and she explained that he didn't eat, it didn't eat healthy, didn't exercise and check his blood regularly because that made him different in, mm. in school. And, uh, what, she picks him up and he says, oh, "Mom, I want to start doing those things," and and she she almost stopped the car and turned around. She said in her letter, she says, "I thought I had to turn around and bring a kid back because I <laughs> picked figured up I the wrong one. That's picked the up wrong the wrong one. child. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what she yeah. said. But that's the that's the that's the you know again we talked about it already. But the advance in their in their self care and that type of thing that's that's where that happens is is those those activities that those kids do together and in the cabin. Yeah, because I'm sure I, I can't even fathom how isolating it must feel to feel like you are alone and with that diagnosis, with that illness. And to, yeah, I, yeah that must yeah. be an incredible And, and you know, then, you know, talk about our, our most current world and like the COVID world, and that's just exacerbated that. And um, we're just so excited to get back to camp and, and, and reintroduce this to the kids that haven't been here before, also the kids that want to come back. Um, it's just in a really exciting time. We feel like we're we're on the precipice of. of so, that. do you have kids who come back for a few summers in a row? I would imagine. Yeah, we do. We have we have returners. Yeah. Um, you know, we we definitely 
Um, there's room for everybody. That's what I would say. Like, I yeah. think, talk about misconceptions. Like, you know, one of them is like, oh, Victor Junction must have a long waiting list. We don't. You know, that's just a fact. Um, so there's room for everybody. And so if, you, if they've been there before um, and they still qualify in terms of the medical needs and things like that, they'll apply to come back and most likely be part of the program. And then, of course, we want people that are new um, that haven't experienced camp and had that opportunity. So yeah. um, we have a mixture of both for sure. What, are, what is the age range of campers? Um, I mean, that's a great question because, um, so six to 16 is our age range for our summer camp program. We okay. just are making a change starting in the fall of 2023, um, for our family programs, we're lowering that age range to three years old for the primary camper. And you hit on it earlier, you know, a lot of these families, they need to see camp before they send their kid to camp and to send your six year old to camp. Ne- they've never stepped foot on site. That's a lot, right? Yeah. And yeah. so we're just trying to open that door a little wider um, to get families involved in our programming and them the opportunity to come out a little sooner so that when they do turn six, they're ready to come. They're ready to come to camp. Yeah. Um, so we're really excited about that change. That is exciting. Yeah. Because, yeah, if they came their first time with their family when they were three, they're by the time the they're t- six, they're going to be like, yes. Yeah. I get to go by myself. Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal. That's so right. I loved your story about the mom that sent that sent the email. Any other? I'm sure there's a million, but what are what's another story that just pops <laughs> in your head first? Because I love hearing stories. Brooke, you go get me to mm. cry yet today, aren't you? <laughs> well, I got one. Go ahead. Um, I'll tell this one. This is so my very first summer at camp. Um, this is a true story. Obviously, <laughs> it's not a joke. I don't know why I preface that. Um, the other ones are not. <laughs> this one is. Um, no, so um, there, there's this there's this little this camper um, there who, who just you know had was was just really enjoying camp, but she is also in a lot of a lot of pain. You know that's the reality of what we deal with. But our our medical team's working with them, um, and she just had an amazing time at camp and made a bond with her um, and the team. Did um, her name was Angel Angelico Wing. Um, unfortunately, we found out a little while after camp that, that she, she did pass away. Um, but this amazing thing happened. Um, I oversaw at the time our program areas, Arts and Crafts Building being one of them. And um, Angel had written her name on the chalkboard in Arts and Crafts. And I didn't know this until afterwards. But our team, knowing that she, I think we all kind of knew without knowing, you know, yeah. when she was there. Um, they had um, clear glossed over her name. Um, and so the name Angel... Um, is on our chalkboard to this day. Um, and for me, you talk about inspiration and why we're still part of it. That honestly, when I think of camp, when I think of campers, Angel's the first person that comes to oh, my mind. Wow. Um, and, you know, I don't want to say that because it needs to sound sad. It was happy. She had a, a wonderful time at camp, and she's still very much part of what we do the way I see it. Yeah. She's inspired so many things, our outreach program, the team that's been a part of that. Um, so, you know, every camper that comes there, every kid that comes there, inspires the future of camp and I think that's just a really good story and tangible example of how it has for me yeah I love that that's a great story Lot, lots of stories oh I'm just, sure just lots um my first summer first summer at camp 2015 I was called by the camp director down to the adventure tower there's a young lady climbing to the top of the tower had been to the top of the tower many times um this young lady's name it which is she's a story unto herself she was actually in the in the Paralympics this uh, in in twenty twenty, mm. and wow. uh, was on the Paralympic team for archery. Well, guess where she learned archery? Uh, she learned at Victory Junction, very and she cool. would give full credit to trying new things and and uh, her self confidence from not just her archery experience, but just camp in general. Mm. And that's again, that's not a Victory Junction thing; that's a camp thing. Yeah. And uh, 
we're just blessed to be able to facilitate that. But anyway, so I'm watching Emma Rose climb to the top of this adventure tower on her own. And um, while I'm standing there, uh, I hear a just a loud scream, blood curdling at the time. Really felt like I was going to turn around and see someone laying on the ground. But our <laughs> our swing is next door to the to the climbing tower, and I and I look and I and I notice I notice this young lady that I know. Her name's Pear. Uh, she was just getting to the height of her of her swing, and she kind of spun around, and I could see that she had this huge smile on her face. <sighs> And so in that instant, I realized that I was mistaken in what I thought I was going to see. And what I was actually seeing was just nothing but pure joy coming out of out of pear. Yeah. And uh, pear let me know that, you know, that's what that's what camp's about. It's, it's providing this opportunity for kids who otherwise wouldn't get it. You know, because of their medical condition, they can't go to another camp. Um, then you go to a medical camp. And so that's what Victory Junction provides. And free of charge. And, I mean, and, and free of charge. That's right. And and so um, and it hit me like a, a ton of bricks that that's what this is all about, is just providing pure joy for kids who otherwise couldn't get it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm surprised I made it through that. Without, uh, <laughs> and memories that they are going to remember forever. forever. That they'll forever. be talking about, talking to their parents about. That's all it. year long. That's it. And we and we want them to take that experience with them, and it lasts forever. Again, like Emma Rose, we want them to leave camp with more self-confidence, more self-esteem, a willingness to try new things. Maybe mm-hmm. they, maybe camp was the first time that they, they tried something new and different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, parents are all well-intended. I'm one of them. Yeah. Um, but sometimes our kids need to get away from the, from the parents and just— Try something on their own once in a while, right? Some independence. That's right. Bingo. I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. this You guys win for this episode going by the fastest. I can't believe our time is almost up. I feel yeah. like I just started talking to you. <laughs> All good. We'll have to come back for a part two yeah. in a couple months. It. For sure. Yeah. Always happy to do it. We love talking about camp. Yeah. Well, so yeah. To remind me the website so we can put that in our show notes if people are interested in uh, applying to volunteer, mm-hmm. applying to be a camper, applying for a family weekend. Yep. All the things, um, victoryjunction.org. Okay. Um, go to that website and you'll see all the opportunities. Um, and then again, to Chad's point, call us. Just Google Victory Junction, give us a call. Um, we'll help you find whatever you're looking for. Awesome. Well, Chad, Jonathan, thank you all for coming to chat with me. I very much enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags and all of our content, ForsytheMags.com. And we are on social media at Forsyth Mags. And that is a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>